Shalom and welcome to another installment from Our Home to Your Home. Today is the first day after Pesach, so I hope you all had a wonderful, meaningful Passover and uh, we're back to our regular food routine. And this week's Torah portion as well ironically speaks of the laws of kosher and how what foods we should be eating and what foods we should not. There's the uh, famous story of a rabbi which never ate pork in his life and one just wanted to find out what it tastes like. So he goes to uh, the end of the town and he goes to a restaurant and he orders a nice fine piece of pork. And as he's waiting at the window, one of the president of the shul happens to walk by and sees the rabbi through the window. And he starts knocking on the glass and the rabbi sees him, he's getting startled. And he's, he's all excited, he comes around to the restaurant and he says, oh, Rabbi, what are you doing here? And as they're talking, the waiter comes out and brings this huge pork with uh, all types of dressings around it and this nice apple perched in the mouth. And the rabbi is embarrassed and he turns to the congregant and says, I don't know, I came in here to ask for an apple and look what they brought out me. The, and so in this week's Torah portion, it speaks about the laws of kosher. And what's interesting in the identity items of what makes a animal kosher, you have two signs. You have that it chews its cud and that it has split hoops. Now, kosher and the concept of eating certain animals and not eating certain animals, while it's a commandment from God and we adhere to it because that's what God tells us, there's also special symbolism on why we do things. And when it comes to kosher, the idea is that there are certain items in this world which we interact with and there are certain items that we don't. And there's lessons as well in the signs of a kosher animal, which while they manifest practically in that we eat certain animals and we don't eat certain others, there are also messages on how we should approach our interaction in general with food and the world around us. So when it comes to the sign of the kosher animal, it happens to be in Judaism there's a lot stressed about what we wear on our feet. To the extent there's a Talmud that says that if someone doesn't have shoes, he should even sell the pillars of his home in order to carry shoes, to wear shoes. So what's the symbolism of the shoe? And as well, what's the symbolism of a hoof on an animal? So the symbolism of that is, is that we live in a world which is very materialistic. And as people which we want to retain our dignity and our divine image, we have to tread carefully on the world that we have lived in. While we want to be engaged, we want, there's so much for us to learn from and achieve within this world, there's also the ability to fall into the pitfalls in this world and trip or fall on the obstacles along the way. So to walk comfortably in the world, we wear shoes, which shoes give us a little buffer from the world we live in and ourselves. And that way we can, with that little distance, we can walk comfortably and healthy throughout the world, in this world. And that's why also in, we're in a place of holiness in the Beit HaMikdash in the Holy Temple. And Moses as well, when he came and he saw the burning bush, God told him, take off your shoes. Because in a place of holiness, we don't need that buffer. When we're in a spiritual zone, when we're in our element, we don't need that buffer to keep us separate, a little distant from it. And over here, we see a little more in the kosher animal. The requirement wasn't that it just have a hoof, it had to have a split hoof, an animal which has a fully 
closed hoof is not a kosher animal. A kosher animal has to have a split hoof, and not just a split hoof, it has to go a full split through the hoof. And the reason for that is, is that while we encourage and we want to have that little comfortable distance between ourselves and the material world around us so that we engage in a healthy way, we still want to be engaged. We want to benefit and derive all that there is within the world, but do it in a healthy manner. And that's why there's that split, because we don't want to be fully disconnected. Full isolation, full detachment is not a healthy, it's not a Jewish way. So the message that we have from kosher is both in the food we eat and in the world we live in, there's a healthy way to engage in everything we do. And we are very much what we eat, we are what we talk, and we are what we think. So in the way we engage with the world around us, let's put that little hoof, that little shoe, and make sure that we're being present and yet keeping and retaining the divine image that we also have. I want to wish you all a good Shabbos and look forward to re-engaging with you on our classes that are going to be back up and running next week. Shabbat Shalom.